0: So hello, everybody. Um, my name is Hiden Olizaki from Mariemakoff in Japan. And I'm so very glad to be here today and, and sharing my experiences uh, about my passion and my experiences uh, behind the WBC routines. So, um, so before going in-depth in my presentation, I'm going to uh, a little bit uh, talk about myself. So, <laughs> so this is when I was sixteen years old, and I I just started coffee, and then I found the hope in this industry. So at that time I was playing badminton in uh, high school, and um, you know I was I was I was actually really strong, and I was uh, competed in uh, you know it's like national competition, and I was really strong player, but when I I Entered in the high school, and um, I was actually um, performed really well, as much as I expected. I don't know why, but um, so I getting didn't like badminton, and uh, I didn't like the univers- uh, I didn't like the high school. And I didn't like everything. So I quit. I quit high school, and I was praying along with my friends all the time. <laughs> so and um, you know uh, there's nothing to do for me. And also, you know, I quit university means you know I have to find a job. I, I quit high school, so it means I have to find some jobs. But of course, there's no job. You know, just graduated you know junior high school junior high school school student. So uh, it was really hard. And at the time, you know, my dad is also working for the specialty coffee industry, and he's also landing coffee shop in Hukuoka. I think it's pretty close to the Pusan as well. And he said to me, um, Hire, so would, you like to work, would, you, would you like to work my coffee shop if you really want to change your life? And I suddenly, you know, th- think that, oh, I have to work for this industry. And I, I wanted to work this industry, and I decided to get in this industry. And um, I, I, I met a lot of people who changed my life. Coffee industry changed my life a lot. This industry gave me a passion and like a lot of knowledges and a lot of peop- a lot of um, you know people. And actually, you know, when I was when I was 16 years old, I couldn't even read alphabet. <laughs> but now I'm speaking English now. And I was, I was going to university, and I've been to university in you know, Sheffield University in the UK. And um, I learned a lot of things, and I met a lot of people. And coffee brought me to here. So, my life is all about meeting with people. People changed my life, and coffee changed my life. So before going, to present, going into presentation, and then I also want to introduce my passion. So this is a photo that I really like. And this is, I think, one of the best shots in the, you know, my coffee life. And my passion is always at origin country. I am always uh, love to communicate with producers, and love to talking with. Them and having a knowledge,s and ideas, and experiences, and having a close relationship between them. So today, what I'd like to tell you is about the identity behind the WBC. So, from now, please let me introduce this guy. So this guy is. Uh, Enrique Nabalo from Monte Copé Micro Mill in the Costa Rica. So, he's just 22 years old, Produces Just 22 years old. And um, the, the first time I met him was, like, uh, I think it, it was two years ago, in the Costa Rica. And he was very young, but he was very calm, but he's so passionate. So he loved producing coffee and he knows, he knows a lot to sing about coffee. And I was totally surprised because, you know, he's like just 22 years old and producing such amazing coffee. You know, Monte Cope is like located in Santa Maria de Tota in the Talasu. And I, feel it's like, I think it's like really, really famous Legion in Costa Rica as well. And it's located in 1900 meters and 2000 meters. It's really high elevation. So it brings a lot of complexity in the cup. And i literally uh, fall in love with this coffee. And mm, with this guy. <laughs> so um, we both are actually barely young. As you know, I'm 24 years old, and he's 22 years old. And my dad is also working for this coffee industry, and his dad is also running a coffee farm in Talasu as well. So we are second generation. So we have the same backgrounds, and I love. Uh, so I felt like, you know, it's like kind of a sympathy that we have. We could pro- create kind of a new value for this industry, just because we are like uh, very young, but we have a very passionate, we have very passion, and like the the feeling that I want to achieve something, and that I want to contribute to this industry. So basically, coffee chain is congesting this flow. So producers, exporters, buyers, and loasters, ballisters, to the customers, a lot of people is actually touched to the coffee, to the cup of coffee, to the customer. So my, what I believe is coffee is made by human being. So the more people touched to the coffee, the more story happened in the cup. So my basic idea is uh, I want to have a more close relationship between producer and the ballista. You know, ballista knows customer very well. You know, it's like, uh, so maybe you guys, most of, all, most of, all, most of all you is like working at the bar and making coffee, I think. Then most, most of all you also having a customer who usually drink, come to drink your coffee. And maybe you know that, you know the customer, which kind of coffee do they like and which kind of like flavor does they like. And the customer knows a lot, of, um, the ballista knows a lot of things. And producer knows everything about the coffee. You know, there's a lot of things that we don't know yet, but producer knows about it. So my basic idea is, as I said, like having a close relationship between producer and ballista and to create new value for this industry. Usually ballista and producer is like miles away, you know, as you can see this this like this flow, and ballista is like nearly close to nearly close to the customer producer is a top, so it's like it's really hard for us to know about a producing country, so for me as well for me as well like i couldn't I often had a lot of stories about the uh, Producing country and um, I'm trying to understand and But it's really hard to imagine That it's really because that's because it's really uh, it a lot of things happened in the farm uh, From miles away from us, so it's really it's it was really hard, but I wanted to make this in, this uh, this distance more shorter and also um, if Ballista can feed back to the producer, we could produce coffee that meets demand. That is a point, that is like kind of identity for me. Because like, as I said, Ballista knows about the customer. So Ballista can tell that information about, you know, it's like, oh, our campus, for example, in Japan. Like Japanese people like dark roasted coffee and a very sweet and loud, very sweet coffee and loud-body coffee. So I can tell it, I can feedback those things to the, to the customer, I think, to the producer. And I can talk to the producer and uh, we can decide process, variety, farm and soil condition or stuff like that. So we can produce a coffee that meets demands as well. And also... This is like for me, like working with producer in this case, and is like very important because like um, I wanted to show that, show this industry. This is what I think is important. Also, what I think I can contribute to this industry. So, from now, I'm gonna a little bit in depth into the uh, my coffee how to produce my WBC coffee with Enrique Navarro. So basic concept, basic concept is like, there's two things. So, espresso-focused coffee and cappuccino-focused coffee. So this is like a basic, basic concept of my coffee. So, um, the reason why I decided to uh, create this concept is because uh, the taste balance of the Monte Copay. Even though Monte Copay is beautiful coffee, uh, having a cream acidity and a citrus acidity, it's very cream coffee, beautiful. But when I think of using using this for espresso, acidity was too high and the body was too thin to balance it. So, you know, in WBC. Balance is very important. What I mean balance is sweetness, acidity, and bitterness. It's very important for the WBC. So some people told me, like, you know, Hire, it's very difficult to use this coffee in the WBC because it's not balanced. You know, but I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't give up using his coffee because, you know I, know, I know it's like taste balance is not good, but his coffee and his, our relationship it's like working with Enrique is like very important things for me because, as I said, so this, this model of the ballista and producer will might be like bringing a new value to this industry. And I like Enrique very much. And we, as I said, we have the same backgrounds, so I like him very much, so I couldn't give up. So um, I and Enrique, you know, it's like had the silliest discussions. Like by email, Facebook and meetings in the Costa Rica and over, over again, sometimes we go in fight. Of course, he's a Latin American boy, so he doesn't message back off to me. So. And also there's language problem as well. I cannot, I cannot fluently speak Spanish. He cannot speak English very much. So it's really difficult, but we use a Google Translate and try, trying, to, uh, trying to sort out, you know, how do we. Uh, in how do we produce espresso-focused coffee and the cappuccino-focused coffee? So we produce coffee together. This is the uh, basic idea uh, of my uh, WBC coffee So And a farm and a variety So basically um, we produce two different coffee, like as I said, espresso-focused coffee and a cappuccino-focused coffee. The one that I was using for the WBC is from the La Mesa farm, which was part of the Monte Copay. Part of the Monte Cope. you know, Monte Copay is a micro, micro mill name, which means they have several farms in the micro mills. So La Mesa farm is this, especially this year, is amazing. It's amazing. Uh, in this February, I've been to Montepuez, and I cupped, all, I cupped you know this year's harvest, and it was spectacular. It's like almost almost ca- almost every single sample was 90 plus. I Kentalo scored like 90 plus, and uh, Francisco Mena, who's like dealing with uh, who's like working closely with and uh, his export as well, and he said he was like noventa! Some some of you know about these words, <laughs> and he was. He was so like, um, you know, uh, impressed as well. And, um, you know, it ta- and, um, I, won this WB- I won WBC in the June. And actually, Enrique and the Montecope MicroMil won Cup of Excellence, first, second, fourth, fifth. That was completely amazing. It was, it was like, it's almost impossible. So, um, this, year's, uh, this year's La Mesa farm is like, especially, this is amazing, especially amazing. And we chose typical variety in the La Mesa farm because typical brings sweetness and body uh, to the cup. And it's really good matching with the La Mesa farm. And so, cappuccino focused coffee, I use also La Mesa farm, but this is a lead cutula variety. So that's because it has naturally thicker mucilage, so it's really easy to uh, concentrate the sweetness in the cup. So this is uh, this is a picture of the, me and then like processing coffee together. Um, it was really fun. So we like we you know we tried several lots, like for example double fully washed. And um, you know, it's like yellow honey and a golden honey, and triple forty wash, which we invented. In, uh, uh, triple forty wash, which we invented uh, for the WBC lot. But we, I couldn't, I you know, actually couldn't use that co- process, though. So, but um, special focused coffee, we chose a lead honey process. So you know, to honey process is not usually applying high elevation firm. Like for example, Monte usually applying like a white honey process or double footy wash process because it has like high, it has like a cream acidity and a citrus acidity and nice and silky body. So usually um, they don't use they don't they don't uh, um, you know use that this lead to honey process. Uh, but uh, in this time, um, you know, especially in lead to honey process and typical variety, we found that it brings a lot of sweetness and body in the cup which improving which, uh, which incre- increasing the sweetness and the balance in the cup so it was really amazing it was it turned to be really amazing result and uh, for the cappuccino focused coffee uh, i chose a natural process uh, natural process i i knew that natural process of the flavor of the natural process is actually pair better with milk and it was really good uh, matching of the milk, so that's why I use natural process for the cappuccino focus coffee. So, drying method. This is a little bit different things. Um, uh, I think this is a little bit different things. Um, this we chose the slow drying. Uh, you know, the fast. So we I and Like has been have been uh, discussing about how to improve the sweetness. And Enrique, Enrique suggested to me that, so Hede, there is a new drying method called slow drying process. So it's a little bit risky, but I can take it. And Enrique said to me, and I was asking to Enrique, is it OK? And I was making sure to, sure to him over and over again that he said it's OK. So we're trying. But it was actually really, um, you know, it's, like, it's, uh, it's actually really risky method because it's like make coals that over fermented. And um, so basically espresso focused coffee, we dried twenty four days, which is super long uh, in Monte maybe it's about usually it's like eighteen days, maximum eighteen days, I think. so basically um, the slow, slow drying method is the uh, uh, you know it's like uh, basically twelve percent of moisture content and decrease the drying really slowly until 12% of moisture content. So it takes longer time to dry out the parchment until it is at 12% moisture content. This is a slow drying. And increasing the sweetness. And in cappuccino-focused coffee, this is 28 days, which is super long as well. <laughs> 28 days, like, it was almost fermented, but uh, it, was, it, turned to be, it turned to be having a really a lot of swings in the cup, so we took that risk. So, this is a this is a coffee chili that I picked, uh, that I picked in a in a farm. I was actually uh, picking coffee chili and processing coffee chili and drying coffee chili with the producers. And this is the uh, one of the unforgettable memories. So, do you think? So, do you know how many hours did it take to fill this basket? Just just a basket, but it takes two hours and a half. <laughs> it was it was really really hard, and also the what I've got supplies was like, you know, see you six percent of the coffee, chili. So even though it takes a two hours and a half to fill that tiny basket, and it's like sixty percent of coffee, it is gone, and just a forty percent of coffee, jelly. So wait, so actually we. Uh, we, um, I and the Enrique family and picked coffee for almost a day and it turned out to be green coffee, like 10 kilos. <laughs> Just a 10 kilos! You know, it's like under the long sunshine and it's like a very large hill and you know, it was super hard and it was really surprising. So, I think it's really such a beautiful coffee chili, I think, right? So this is our this is stands for our work for uh, keep harvesting under the strong sunshine. This is very beautiful. But um, have you ever saw that the reason why it's important for for producers to pick only mature chili? Um, you know, you know. I was actually talking about this story in the WBC routine as well, just because. Um, you know, I couldn't answer back to his question. Enrique, Enrique asked me, like, Ohide, do you know why it's important to pick only macho chelly while I'm picking coffee chelly? And I couldn't answer back to him. Because that was, like, kind of matter of course for me. And Enrique actually taught me, you know, this is for the intensity of the flavor. But what I learned from these experiences is that, you know, there's always a reason to be better cup of coffee so there's always leasing so even though so even though when you're working at the bar and making coffee, there's always leasing so so how do you how do you prepare coffee there's always leasing so this is helping my experiences to become uh to perform better in the competition so it's it's always um, Enrique like, told me how important to be honest and humble. And Enrique and I had a serious discussion over and over again. And as I said, like, we sometimes go in fight and we cry a lot. Um, but we always keep sharing my goal, to sharing the goal to become the World Borussia Championship. World Baryshire Championship by using his coffee. So, there's a lot of stories that I cannot tell in just 15 minutes because we have a close relationship and are trying to understand each other and appreciate our differences. So, I know everyone cannot go to the origin, everyone cannot work with a producer, I know, but I know that how important know about the producing country, and I know that how beautiful working with producers, I know how hard to produce coffee. So that's what I wanted to tell you guys my experiences behind the WBC. So my whole routine at WBC is telling our story and telling our way of WBC and why I believe new relationship between producer and the ballistas. So um, thank you very much. Kamsahamnida. Hello. Oh, yeah. Thank uh, you.
1: Fantastic. Good work. Thank um, you very please much. Please take a seat. Thank you. So, two and a half hours to pick that one basket of coffee. Yes. I think you're a better barista than you are picker. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that, it's hard work, isn't it, picking coffee, though?
0: It was really, really hard work because, you know, it's like just a one basket. It becomes just like, I, I don't know, it's like two... 10, no, it's like less than 10 kilo, I think, but it becomes like a tiny amount of coffee. You know, when you're extracting espresso, it's going to gone, it's going to be gone. Like, you know, it's like 500, 500, 500 grams Like just a certain minute, it's good.
1: Jesse, I, I bet you got through more than that practicing for the, <laughs> <laughs> for the competition. Yes. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so, t- t- your father, you're saying he worked. Uh, works in coffee, does he still work in coffee now? Uh,
0: yes, uh, he is still working for the coffee and he is like traveling around as a green buyer as well. Yes.
1: So, he must be incredibly proud of your your achievements in, in the, the championships.
0: Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's really hard for me to tell about it too, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, my dad is also really happy to see, you know, I found, you know, I found what I really wanted to do in my life. So that's the that's thing he preached about.
2: That's cool. Um, I just want to jump back to the competition, mm-hmm. WBC. Mm-hmm. And in the last few years, you know, as you talked about, there's been an increasing focus on the barista getting close to the producer. Mm-hmm. If you look... Imagine the future. Do you think this trend will continue in barista competitions, or do you think the winning routines will start to go in a different direction?
0: So, as I said, like I'm, you know, I love working at Origin, and I, you know, uh, I have a passion with Origin. So I hope keep, you know, this industry keep doing these things, and the baristas, like, you know, I want ballistas to go to Origin more and learning about in you know, a coffee and learning about communicating with producers. And so I really hope this industry keeps doing this. So I might, you know, it's going to be much more focused on the, uh, like for example, like basically like five years ago, like single origin, now it's like a micro lot, nanolot, and now order mail lot. <laughs> so it's getting, getting details. So I think it's going to be, you know, more new wave coming up, I think, yeah
2: can we go any further i mean for a while it was the barista was the roaster too and you, the story was that someone would roast their own coffee and that was big and now essentially they're working producing their own coffee in a way is there is there another layer is there another place we can go
0: i think so <laughs> but i don't i don't know i couldn't i couldn't tell i couldn't tell what's going on but i feel like something more like happened in like far far out far away far, you know it's like Away for the uh, producing coffee, and you know, the, I think the distance between the baristas and producers will maybe more uh, closer will be more closer than before. I think. Yeah.
1: I think we should go I should go back out there and try and get some questions from the audience because this is a, a great opportunity to I talk so, to right. a, a a world barista champion. So, does anybody Let's have see a, a question hands on me, yeah. For, yeah, There it's we go. Straight away. I love it so here we go the
3: 네, 파리스타 손 형룡이라고 합니다. 어 먼저 당신의 열정에 큰 영감을 얻었고요. 어, 당신은 이제 챔피언이자 또 앞으로 드러나 있는 위에 드러나 있는 사람입니다. 그리고 일본에는 수많은 커피 장인들이 있는데 그들을 또 어떻게 생각하시는지 그리고 당신의 최종 목표가 무엇인지 그게 씨 가장 궁금합니다. <놀람> 아,
4: uh, he is inspire you about uh, uh, by you about coffee and then uh, he was to know about what your opinion about coffee master 커피 장인 대해서 물어보셨죠. 죄송합니다. 네. 커피 장인대에서 can 네. 예. 근데 어떤 근점을 물어보시는 거예요? 좀더
3: 드러나 이제 드러나신 분들도 있는데 또 그렇지 않은 분들도 있으니까. 근데 이제 드러나 있잖아요. 이제 히데노리 씨는 좀더 상업, 상업 쪽이 아니고 이제 더 대회도 나가고 그런 부분에 대해서 또 제가 말을 한 그런 장인들은 오히려 그냥 좀더 어떻게 자세히 얘기하면 또 반대적인 부분이니까 이제 그런 부분 또
4: 어떻게 생각하는지 또 궁금해서. Uh, uh, there's two kinds of coffee master. One side is a well known, like you, you become a well known a uh, well known, you know, the copy master be, uh, to be uh, you know the World barista Championship, to be a winner of a World barista Championship. The other side is uh, unknown copy master. And then uh, what is uh, you, your opinion on ma- copy master and then you know well known copy master? <laughs> 아, 저기 맞나요? 질문을 제가 이해를 못했어요 그냥
3: 그런 이제 장인들이나 그러신 분들 또좀 어떻게 생각하시는지 또 궁금하기도 하고
4: 어떻게 생각하는지를 어떻게를 아. 예? 예.
3: 예. 네. 네. 말해서 죄송해요.
4: 아, 전통적인 장인 말씀하시는 네, 네, 거예요? 네, 그렇죠, 네, 아, 네, 그렇죠. 아, he, he uh, you, you. <laughs> okay, I got confused. Uh, he wants to know about the traditional copy master in Japan, right? There is a lot of a copy master, traditional copy master, like a you know, daibo copy, copy master. You know, what do you think about the kind of you know the, the traditional copy master in Japan?
0: Now I understand about it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, um, so basically like um, old coffee master like, uh, for example, Daibo coffee and uh, Kisaten culture. We li- I personally respect a lot and I like it very much because Japanese coffee culture is based on the Kisaten culture. So without, without talking about Kisaten culture, we cannot talk about the Japanese coffee scene in now. So I think, uh, I think it's the, you know, it's like old, old, like a, like a you know, it's like traditional coffee master, like, like for example, Kisaten culture is like um, you know, contributing to the Japanese coffee industry a lot.
2: What, sorry to just ask a question, what do they think about you? What do the old masters think of the new culture?
4: 지금 먼저 이야기한 거는 기사 타잉 문화의 커피는 문화를 자기는 되게 존경하고요. 그런 문화가 있었기 때문에 자기네들의 지금 현재 커피 문화가 있었기 때문에 자기는 항상 존경한다고 하고 지금 제임스 오프만이 물어본 거는 그분들은 당신을 어떻게 생각합니까라고 질문을 했거든요.
0: Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to ask about it, James. <laughs> but um, you know, personally, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what they think. But, um, you know, I often, personally, i often been to Kitsate and drink a cup of coffee because I like atmosphere and their service and their, you know, knowledge and their experiences. I pay respect a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I hope they, you know, I hope we, you know, like collaborating together in the near future. And, you know, we could, you know, inter- we, could, we could contribute this industry much more than before, I think. Yeah.
4: 어, 자기는 어떻게 생각인지 사실은 모르고 모르고요. 자기는 사실 그 커피 문화를 좋아한답니다. 뭐 분위기라든가 커피라든가 그런 것들 전통도를 좋아하는데 앞으로 그 문화하고 같이 잘 조합해서 새로운 문화를 만들어서 커피 문화를 좀더 확대하고 싶다라고 이야기하고 있습니다. I like the
1: you are asking questions here
4: 안녕하세요.
5: 바리스타 방준배입니다. 어... 저 역시도 WBC를 꿈꾸는 한 바리스타로서 제가 두 가지의 질문을 조금 드리고자 합니다. 어, 감동적인 PT 잘 봤고요. 제가 PT에서 조금 되게 의문스러웠던 부분은 커피 체인이라는 파트에서 당연히 일본도 그렇고 저희 국가도 소비 국가인데 소비 국가의 바리스타는 생산자와의 거리는 당연히 멀 수밖에 없고 소비자와는 가까운데 어 제가 질문 드리고자 하는 거는 바리스타로서 어떻게 하면 소비자 그리고 이 소비자 안에는 대회 임하셨을 때 심사위원도 포함되는 겁니다. 어떠한 그들과의 공감, 유대를 과연 무엇에 어, 본인만의 어떠한 장치를 가지고 있었는지 첫 번째고요. 두 번째는 천천히 어... 전천히
4: 좀저 그냥 아네 네. 예. 동의하시면 어 제가 기억이 짧아가지고 <laughs> no. uh, he has a long question. Yeah, he has two questions. Well, one question is, uh, uh, you ha- there is a uh, the coffee chain from uh, you know the uh, barista to producer, and you know uh, another is the uh, uh, barista to consumer. Okay, and then how you co- uh, communicate with uh, the consumer? Consumer means include the uh, like George WBC George. How you convince them or how you communicate with them?
2: Right. <laughs> so essentially you, you talk about communicating with the producer, He's more in how you communicate with the consumer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, was the question just to clarify cuz <laughs> <it's laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. 쉽게 질문 한번 네,
5: 쉽게 얘기하면 mm-hmm. 소비국가의 바리스타는 mm-hmm. 어떻게 소비자랑 mm-hmm. 공감하고 소통할 수 있어야 하는지 mm-hmm. 그리고 대회에 임하셨으니까 그그 어떠한 유대를 가지고
4: 있었는지 본인만의 장치가 과연 무엇이었는지 이거입니다. Uh, for the consuming country, that is very important to, to know, communicate with the consumer. Is there any typical, you know, you know, way you communicate with the consumer? Which means, you know, consumer is a play as a, a judge as well. you, you know
2: I Can't quite hear the. I, can we? Can someone make it a little louder? Ah. It's, it's really hard to hear yeah. on stage. <laughs> Something about a WBC jersey. Was that right? Like a yeah, uh, uh, consumer is uh,
4: play as a jersey as well with as a, near a barista for the barista. Um, Steve, can you? Uh, okay,
2: yeah. I don't think they understand. Can someone just bring me the question? <laughs> yeah, he's coming
1: up because it's uh, it's difficult to um, hear over the speakers. Yeah.
0: OK.
4: It, it, uh, there is a relationship between uh, you know, the, uh, Barista and yeah. This is cons- where I do a dance. For the consumer country, consumer uh, communication between Barista and uh, the consumer is very important. Mm-hmm. Is there any uh, typical way you, you, you know, have uh, the way, have, uh, the communi- how to communicate with the consumer? How to My way to communicate with the uh, is, uh, consumer. the other thing is, like a judging customer. You know, uh.
0: Okay. Uh, now I understand Sorry to keep you waiting. <laughs> um, uh, basically, um, my 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 you know my identity working at the bar is, uh, and my service as well is I'm always, you know, for, forcing myself. You know, I'm making coffee to the people, not not to the machine, not on the not not only the numbers. You know, how, how, how many grams you weight, how many grams you pull the shot. It's very important. But we, I'm serving coffee to the customer. So this is my identity. So based on that, um, I'm always trying to communicate with customers. Like, as much as, like, you know, funny and, you know, fun, open-minded. And, you know, so trying to make my customer to become my fun. You know, I want to drink my... I want to drink his coffee. And I want to drink... To uh, his coffee to come down to my shop, and I hear how are you so you so what are you recommend today? okay, so today you have to drink orange juice no no, no no, 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 you have to drink espresso and stuff like that and i 'm trying to uh, find and find make customers more fun to come down to my shop and trying to educate um, you know so a little bit and a little bit and step by step, and then you know my identity is always like trying to uh, so coffee is like a just black liquid, is it? Looks same, but I'm always thinking, you know, there is there is a lot of story behind that black liquid. So I'm trying to tell that um, story to the customer uh, eventually. The first step is very, it's a very, you know, it's like um, open-minded, and it's very fun. It make it very fun. Yeah. So.
4: 어 자기는 기계를 위해서 커피를 뽑는 게 아니기 때문에 몇 그램을 넣고 맥주실 뽑는다 보다는 항상 카스터머, 마시는 사람 위주로 커피를 추출을 어, 커피를 서빙을 하고요. 항상 즐거운 마음, 마음으로 손님과 대화하면서 저 열려진 마음으로 손님과 커뮤니케이션을 하려고 하고요. 항상 즐겁게 해준답니다. 그리고 커피는 단지 그냥 시큼한 액체이지만 그그 그 커피 이외에는 많은 스토리들이 있는데 그 스토리들을 손님들한테 이야기를 해주고 교육도 조금씩 조금씩 커피에 대해서 변화를 일으킬 수 있도록 교육도 시켜주고 있다고 합니다.
1: I, I thought James, the question about the old coffee master. I thought they were talking about you. Sorry, uh, the old coffee master and the new coffee master.
2: No need to translate that. <laughs> really? <Translates>. Please.
4: 세바지생데. <laughs> James is an and is a new coffee artisan. He's
0: my master. <laughs>
1: um, please put your hands together for the World Barista Champion 2014. I remember saying those words, Mr. Hide
0: Thank you very much.